Welcome to the Wonder World Podcast, where we compile stories, cool facts, and fun for curious kids. I'm Pam. And I'm Olivia, and this is the fourth week of June. June 26th is National Canoe Day and National Beautician's Day. Oh, National Beautician's Day. That's what you're thinking about being when you grow up, right? Yes, it is. I didn't know we had our own day. Well, you do. We'll have to like get presents for when that happens. <laughs> That'll be fun. June 26th is also Chocolate Pudding Day. In the show notes, we've linked some super yummy kid-approved recipes that involve chocolate pudding. And on June 27th is National Sunglasses Day. Make sure to wear your favorite pair of shades. I have maybe six different pairs of sunglasses. Oh, nice. I don't even know that I have one <laughs> pair of You want to borrow one of mine? <laughs> maybe I should. That's exactly right. I think I want the pink hearts for sure. Well, on this week in history, on June 29th, 1613, London's Globe Theater burned down during a performance of Shakespeare's Henry VIII. Nearly 400 years later, on June 29th, 1995, the shuttle Atlantis and the Russian space station Mir docked, forming the largest man-made satellite ever to orbit the Earth. And on June 30th, 1859, French acrobat Charles Blondkin, a.k.a. Jean-Francois Gravelet, walked across Niagara Falls on a tightrope. I think I... I think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because, you know, we've been to Niagara Falls, and I'm just going to say there's no way. <laughs> it must have taken some serious guts. It really must have. My goodness. And now for this week's birthdays. On June 27th in 1880, Helen Keller was born in Tuscumbia, Alabama. Entrepreneur Elon Musk was born on June 28th in 1971 in Pretoria, South Africa. He is believed to be the wealthiest man in the world today. On June 30th in 1985, American swimmer Michael Phelps was born in Baltimore, Maryland. Phelps is the most decorative athlete in Olympic history with 28 medals, 23 of them being Olympic gold medals. And on July 1st in 1961, Diana, Princess of Wales, was born in Sandringham, England. Helen Keller was an extraordinary woman who overcame immense challenges. She became both blind and deaf at the age of 19 months due to an illness. Despite her disabilities, Helen's thirst for knowledge was insatiable. She was examined by Alexander Graham Bell at the age of six, and he then sent the woman who would become her beloved teacher, Anne Sullivan. Anne taught Helen to communicate using sign language and raised letters. With Anne's help, Helen learned to read, write, and speak, defying all odds. Helen Keller's determination led to her becoming the first deaf and blind person to earn a bachelor's degree, graduating with honors from Radcliffe College in 1904. She dedicated her life to advocating for the rights and for education of people with disabilities. Helen Keller was a prolific writer, authoring several books and articles. Her autobiography, The Story of My Life, is a powerful testament to her indomitable spirit and the transformative power of education. And now for our word of the week. This week's word is perseverance. 
Perseverance is the continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. Helen Keller and Anne Sullivan both had to demonstrate a large amount of perseverance in order to overcome their communication challenges. Can you use perseverance this week? Did you know that June 21st was the first day of summer in the Northern Hemisphere and the first day of winter in the Southern Hemisphere? It's true. In Australia, where seasons are opposite of North America and Europe, animals are currently preparing for winter. Some animals, like kangaroos, grow thicker fur to keep them warm. Koalas eat more eucalyptus leaves to build up fat reserves. Many birds migrate to warmer regions, while others, like magpies, build sturdy nests. Wombats dig deeper burrows to escape the cold, and reptiles, such as snakes and lizards, find sheltered spots to hibernate. Platypuses and turtles may enter a state of torpor, slowing down their metabolism. In Chile, another country in the southern hemisphere, animals are also preparing for winter. Many migratory birds, such as swallows and hawks, fly to warmer regions, while some marine species, like whales and dolphins, migrate to breed or find food. Fur-bearing animals, like foxes and guanacos, grow thicker coats to keep them warm in the colder temperatures. Some small mammals, like rodents, gather extra food supplies in burrows or nests. Additionally, certain reptiles and amphibians, such as lizards and frogs, may enter a state of hibernation or slow down their activities. Did you hear about the kangaroo with glasses? No, I did not. He had to go to the hopmatologist. <laughs> okay, I got one. Why are elephants always ready to swim in the summer? I don't know. Because they all have swimming trunks. Ha. Okay, here's one. Why do seals avoid England during the winter? Why? Because they're afraid of whales. <laughs> Our poem this week comes from poet William Blake. Blake was born in London, England on November 28, 1757. It's called To Summer. O thou who passes through our valleys in thy strength, curb thy fierce steeds, allay the heat that flames from their large nostrils. Thou, O summer, oft pitchest here thy golden tent, and oft beneath our oaks has slept, while we beheld with joy thy ruddy limbs and flourishing hair. Beneath our thickest shades we oft have heard thy voice, when noon upon his fervid car rode over the deep of heaven. Beside our spring sit down, and in our mossy valleys, on some bank beside a river clear, throw thy silk draperies off and rush into the stream. Our valleys love the summer in his pride. Our bards are famed who strike the silver wire. Our youth are bolder than the southern swains. Our maidens fairer in the sprightly dance. We lack not songs, nor instruments of joy, nor echo sweet, nor waters clear as heaven, nor laurel wreaths against the sultry heat. In ancient times, people often told stories or myths to explain the world around them. Today, we have a myth to share with you. If you want to learn more about the science of changing seasons, be sure to check our show notes. And now for our story. Persephone, 
the daughter of Zeus and Demeter, was a young and beautiful goddess of spring. She spent her days wandering through meadows, tending to flowers, and filling the world with color and life. Her laughter echoed through the fields, bringing joy to all who heard it. One fateful day, as Persephone frolicked amidst the fields of daisies, the ground trembled, and a dark chasm opened before her. Hades, the god of the underworld, emerged from the depths and instantly fell in love with her radiant beauty. In a swift and unexpected move, Hades whisked Persephone away to his realm, leaving her mother, Demeter, heartbroken and filled with grief. The earth turned cold and barren as Demeter mourned the loss of her beloved daughter. Meanwhile, in the underworld, Persephone felt lonely and longed for her mother's warmth and love. Hades, realizing her sadness, agreed to a compromise. He allowed Persephone to return to the world above for six months each year, reuniting her with Demeter. And so, each spring, Persephone emerged from the underworld, and the earth rejoiced with the return of blossoms in vibrant colors. Demeter's joy was immeasurable, and she showered the world with abundance and fertility. However, when the time came for Persephone to return to the underworld, Demeter's sorrow once again enveloped the earth. Winter fell upon the land, and nature lay dormant until Persephone's return in the spring. And now for five fast facts about Braille. Number one, Braille is a system of reading and writing designed for people who are blind or visually impaired. It uses a series of raised dots arranged in specific patterns to represent letters, numbers, and even musical notations. Number two, the Braille system was invented by Louis Braille, a blind Frenchman in the early 19th century. He developed it when he was just 15 years old, refining a military code used by the French army into the system that we know today. Number three, Braille consists of six dots arranged in two columns of three dots each. By combining these dots in different patterns, 63 unique characters can be formed, including the alphabet, numbers, punctuation marks, and special symbols. Number four, learning Braille is not only important for reading and writing, but also for developing literacy skills, independence, and access to information for individuals with visual impairments. And number five, Braille is used worldwide and has been adapted to many different languages. Thanks for joining us on the Wonder World Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, Head on over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. The reviews you leave us help us get the word out about the podcast to more families. We thank you. Yes, we recently had a fabulous review from the Dallas family. Sunny Dallas said, As a busy homeschooling mom of seven, I am so grateful for the time that the Wonder World podcast saves me. In our current season with a newborn, finding the time to do a full-on morning time is a challenge. The children and I are able to listen to the podcast while we eat lunch, and it acts as a mini morning time in our homeschool, one which I don't have to prepare. Thank you, Dallas family. And until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>